Good morning, Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. But the thing with like the flag and all that, and I just want to watch my game, and I don't come yeah. in. You know what? That's the reason why, like, for example, we're talking football, listeners. For this example, is the only time you'll ever hear the sports ball. That's why I personally on Good Morning Aurora don't really feel like it's even a like. I'll tell you real quick. I'll tell you a story real quick. Okay, we're, we're digging the, in. The company I used to work for back in corporate America days, I worked for a company I used to take us to sports games. It took us to a baseball game. This is right when the whole Colin Kaepernick thing happened yeah, and all that. Yeah. Okay. Right when it was a thing. Yeah. So we're sitting there. We're having our beers. We're chopping it up. And, you know, before the game, then they do the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Now, you know me. I'm SJW to the bone. Sure. You know? Um, and I understand why, uh, what the significance of the flag protest is and sure. all that. So sure. I am a supporter of it. Sure. So the, it's time, time for the national anthem. I had a hat on, too. Time uh-huh. for national anthem. And you know, oh shit! So I, you know, you take my hat off, stand, stand up, and the whatnot. You know, did the yeah. whole national anthem. You're the right. Hair, the heart thing. You're right on but, that border between, like, you're you like you see both worlds. Let me. Right? So I do the whole thing, right? Okay. And as I'm standing there, I realize, like, oh wait a minute, this is heightened s- social justice time and all this. And am I supposed to be sitting right now? It, I stand right there. It it never crossed my mind hmm. to not. Stand for the national anthem. It ne- the thought mm-hmm. never entered my mind, and more so when I was standing there with my hand over my heart and the whole thing's going on, and I thought thought about it, I realized that for a person like me, it would be I would have to actually like flip on the switch of like in, in a way trolling almost, and then stop. You know what I'm saying? Intentionally turning. I off would have to the... intentionally turn off what I the, do. The standing patriotism flag stuff in order to do the, yeah. like, fighting for the actual valley, like, 
ideals of the thing that we're supposed to be standing up for. So because I don't watch sports at all and I don't like sports at all, uh-huh. I don't that never affects me because I don't watch any game. So I, 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 I uh, they could be they could be eating pink lemonade ice cream cones and stepping on those. Competitive. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't watch sports, so I'm completely removed from that argument. Okay. But I do I, you want to start the podcast now? We already did, but I do but not. Like with the but I do not. I do not have it in me to not support something if i'm already supporting it. like you know what i'm saying sure. if i'm already swimming in that pool yeah to like so you don't you don't switch lanes for, i'm not a lane like switcher up. i'm not a lane switcher you're not you know i'm don't, not a lane switcher okay not a lane switcher good morning aurora good morning aurora good morning aurora good morning aurora yeah the time is now 804 oh snap oh man we did four whole minutes before actually welcoming the people to the <laughs> podcast well they knew they was welcome we had a week off we were jumping i'm jumping back in we're, we're gonna be back in this groove in a minute guys um Alyssa ocone good morning back from the smoky mountains word up word nice. up hashtag solid yeah that's the new ish i like that that's i right. like that okay. and right. the sierra victoria Halamanado. good morning everybody good morning so we're back with Jeanette's planning. Word up, word up. I was we are a, here. I was away in St. Louis. I was at a conference. That mm-hmm. part was really boring. But let me tell you about the coolest thing uh, I found in St. Louis. What's that? Which was not the arch. The arch is fine. It's neat. Um, I didn't go up. I'm terrified of rides. Mm-hmm. But um, the uh, just to the um, south of the arch, there's all the levees along the Mississippi River that keep the river from, like, you know, flooding the city. And the uh, they have this thing in St. Louis called Paint Louis every year mm-hmm. where they, all, like, they get together uh, graffiti and mural artists and, like, hip-hop. They're, like, spinning and stuff over Labor Day weekend. And they, it's like this big festival where they just like paint the levees, and there's it's so cool. Um, and I mean, it's the, so like my suspicion is that this started as like we're just gonna get together and put put pop graffiti up there, and then eventually it kind of took on this life of its own, and eventually the city had to like acknowledge that it was a real thing, which is my favorite when those sorts of things happen, when it's like just a thing that the community already does, and eventually the government has to be like, oh yeah, I guess you can do that. Oh, it but, is cool. So, yeah, right. but so which was a thing for murals including in this city for so long was we don't know oh i don't know if it's okay for people to put paint on the walls and now if you go to st louis and see these levees the um if you're in the downtown tourist area they'll on the kiosks or whatever they'll tell you there's a mural mile Mm -hmm. um but let me tell you it goes on for several miles because i i made it my running route that morning so and i'm pretty sure i saw the tag for a local aurora artist so i think fisk if you were out there good job i saw that that was awesome Um, because they just they did over um uh the labor day weekend so that had just happened so all the paint was fresh it looked really cool so if you follow uh me on the instagram you can see some of the cool stuff that got put up at paint lewis word up word up 
voices that's what it is y'all voices so here's the thing it's 808 it's friday we're all together now um before we go any further i have to say that we love all of you we do we do heartwarming all right, so here's the bad news now. The last Sears store in Illinois is no. closing. Yes, yes. Where will we all go buy our things? What's the last thing I bought from a Sears? You know, the appliances are pretty good. Yeah, I, re I remember you lost the story. Oh, no. We got real paper nowadays, y'all. So we, <laughs> we got real news, so we got to like look for all it. All right, so. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. We, we got yeah. it. All right, so Sears is closing. Yes, uh, the last store, it, which is in Woodfield Mall, will close before Woodfield. the holidays on November 14th. So they're going out with a bad bang. Yeah, so, not listen, even making it to the Christmas shopping season. Sad. Because huh? so I would have done it the last, we're going to have one more Christmas and then that's it's a right. wrap. So if you need to stock up on any clearance Christmas items, uh, some slippers for your grandma, I'm sure she might still be the one person who still shops at Sears. They better have a good going away sale. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, Everything a dollar. Oh, snap. The crafts, I will say, the, all all my tools, I have a bunch of craftsman's tools, and I think those are all Sears. But, like, did you ever, the um the catalog that, this did you ever, were you, the, were you the kid like me, like, poured over, like, the Sears catalog? We, like, we, when it yes, came. Yes, I was. Yes. That gigantic thing. I, that was, like, the uh, the quintessential, like, remember how at some point in, like, the 2000s like in the aughts there was like the, suddenly this war on Christmas and Christmas had become so commercialized and yet back in like 19... that's because the, the president was black at that time right he, he but was, like, that was the story because I'm was... like I'm pretty sure I remember back in like 1991 just like sitting there with this giant book of like mom buy me all of these things that of course were never going to get bought for Christmas right, right? just just hundreds of pages of stuff Jennifer Ryan Maiden good morning to you all right, so listen to this, and then we've got a whole lot of other stuff to tell you about. Listen, Transform Co., which was created when Sears' former CEO, Edward Lampert, and his hedge fund bought the company out of bankruptcy in 2019, has not finalized plans for redevelopment, but it said in active negotiations with the best cash retailers. Now listen, there were 670, excuse me, 687 Sears and Kmart uh, stores, uh, down from 11... 1,672 oh, in January 2016. Hundreds more have closed since. The company, uh, Transform Co., went into the 2019 holiday season with 278 Sears and Kmart stores, but planned to close 96 by February 2020, and its Chicago Ridge Mall store closed this year. Um, Transform Co. said its plans for Sears and Kmart call for keeping a small number of larger premium stores open alongside a large number of small format stores. What in the world? Um, the company also says it plans to expand hometown stores and home and life stores in cities and towns that used to have larger stores. It's the end of an era. So a few, I have a few thoughts on and this. And in fact, I'm gonna. No, we're crinkling the paper. No, it's oh no. Uh, so I have a few thoughts. One is if you have to rename your company Transform Co. <laughs> You're already fighting a losing battle. Right. That's the least sexiest name for a company it, ever. And it really Transform speaks code. to the, oh, we've messed up here. We better do something. Transform code, Transform right? Transform code. Yeah. Um, Who is... 
But there's <laughs> it's also there's this broader trend in retail, right? Like retail is uh, a dying uh, traditional, your traditional brick and mortar. And I feel like it's going two ways. There are only two ways that you can survive in the retail landscape these days. One is being like a really cool, super hip boutique place that the community wants to support because your dog is in Cotton your shop. Cotton C creative exchange. That's right. And the other one is like Target. <laughs> right? right, like, like so big, it's got everything. I don't have to go anywhere else. Like, but see, you know what? I'm kind of glad at them for stepping their game up, putting a, a restaurant or not restaurant, but like uh, food. They had oh, to. Let me tell you about the Target that you're missing out on because we live in Aurora, where there is no Target, and the closest ones are like the Neighborville and the North mm-hmm. Aurora and the Oswego ones. They're all, if you notice, they're all on the borders. None are actually in. Aurora, which mm. means we don't harness any Aurora sales tax or any sales tax in Aurora for right. your Target purchases, which is unfortunate. But the the Target in Wheaton, the Wheaton, yeah, like the one right across from like the big theater out there, like the classic cinemas. Man, that one is a good Target. They get all like the it's the fanciest. It feels like they they made uh, the little drawers in the ladies' underoos section uh, look like in a Victoria's Secret where you pull out the drawers. It's all fancy, like, and they have like the who what where. Like, if you are looking to go shopping to get all of like the Target crossed with the famous designer stuff, it's all at that Target. You're welcome. You can use yeah, that, facts. listeners, if you want to class it up. Like, but you, you're like me, you're like not going to spend like a lot of money. Yeah. You go to that. Right. You go to that Target. You go to a nice Target. And that's where you, if you go early, <laughs> if you go early, get your Christmas shopping done, the kids and the toys, they but got a, all the good stuff. But there. again, we're saying Sears, right? You're going yeah, <laughs> to tell good, it up to Woodridge. Goodbye, Sears. It's over for Sears. So all can right. we officially call it the Nakatomi Tower now? Sears never had a tower. Se- Sears never had a tower? The Sears Tower. You are not oh. familiar with the Sears Tower. But so then it got Is that built- a joke? Yeah, because then oh, it became God. Willis Tower. <laughs> right now it's because now it's Willis Tower, and oh. so then naturally we, my friends, started calling it Bruce Willis Tower, and so now it's just Nakatomi Plaza. You right? know what? Because I don't want to say because what, Die Hard is the greatest film series yeah. that was ever created. Die Hard was good. <laughs> um, so where are we at with the news? I don't know. What's our first topic today? Is it uh, is it wishing all of our. Um, uh, all of our Latinx uh, listeners, a happy Hispanic heritage, Lat- La- Hispanic, Latina, Latina, Latinx, heritage month. That's a word up. That's it's a everything. word up. Whatever, however you identify, if you uh, consider yourself a part of, if you check if you check the we the awkward Hispanic, not Hispanic box on the census, which for some reason is a whole other thing and not just in the race box and making everything really complicated, we wish you a happy Heritage Month. Right. Right? Uh, which started, we uh, if you caught... Um, Buenos dias, Aurora. Right. It, it Come was, on, we gave y'all the facts. It was on all that. there. Come on. But if it was all in, in Spanish, Spanish, y'all never heard nothing like that. But for those of us who maybe weren't tuning into the Spanish because they're, you know, because you don't understand. Because you don't understand. Jorge <laughs> no comprende. <laughs> uh, it is Hispanic Heritage Month. That was all the honking you heard last night. Um, it it kicks off October. It's September fifteenth to. 
um, October 15th, and uh, the first big holiday of that is Mexican Independence Day. So the link to all to the um, that and Abizondo events is in the chat, you guys. So check it. Yeah. So <coughs> excuse me. We got a whole month of events. Mexican Independence Day was yeah, was last night, uh, which is not uh, Cinco de Mayo, right? Everyone thinks Cinco de Mayo is Mexican Independence Day. This is incorrect. Cinco de Mayo was like there. It marks some battle, and and now Corona sells a lot of beer that day. Uh, but. It's uh, actually, it was yesterday, was the day that uh, Father Hidalgo shouted the El Grito and declared independence from, from Spain. So there you go. Word up. But the city of Aurora has um, all kinds of events, like tons and tons and tons of events happening this month. So they did, um, Alderman Garza did her annual uh, Pioneers Breakfast, and um, they also did the flag raising and all of that. If you didn't catch that, that's on, you can watch it on the city's uh, Facebook page. But they've got lots and lots of stuff coming up um, the rest of the season, lots of um, community conversations with Latinx leaders uh, and stuff you can check out, street dedication ceremonies, um, and the Parade of Nations. Yep. which will be on the October 1st. So these uh, initiatives and everything that Jeanette has just explained, the link is in the chat for you guys to check that out. Please plan, come on out, and uh, support our Latinx community. Lat the time Latinx, is now 8.17 a.m. It's a hard word to pronounce. Hold up. Dora says, that's right, Dora, independence from the French. From the French. Correct. The, yes. Yeah. There was a lot of independent. There were There were some movements. Now, I know yeah. what you guys, some of you may be thinking. The wow, France got all the way down to Mexico. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, so they did. So, there we kind of forget yes, that there were a bunch of there was the Spanish the Spanish were there, the French were there, Texas at one point was just like what if we're just a country like everything. Yeah, the borders really moved around a lot in El Norte. The French for a while. have been all around the world and true. in many cases have suffered crushing defeats by the peoples there until they took over Egypt, which was very strange. Uh, okay, listen to this, you guys. Well, first of all, Nakatomi, uh, oh, Grace Cornell. Your name is Grace Cornell. Here's the thing, Grace. I, Grace Cornell sent I us like Grace has dry erase tower. markers. <laughs> and Grace, I want to say Friend thank you so much for those markers. First of all, it was really good to get mail. Second of all, to see that those markers, and I wrote a little piece about our Facebook page and a little, little dedication to you, Grace. Thank you very much, Grace Cornell, for we those need, markers. That's we what's need, up. Now we need a, a, a whiteboard. Elvis sang it best. What's that, Dan? Oh, Viva Aurora. Good morning. Viva Las Vegas. Ah, Viva oh, Las Vegas. Goodness. That's what it is. Maria <laughs> Torito's here. The chat is on fire today. Oh, yeah. my God. That's Look right. The people, they, they missed Jeanette's explaining last week. Word. Yeah. Back. yeah. That's right. I was explaining, and that's how I got markers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Something came out of that. Sure. Okay. There is a... Uh, what else we got? Fox River Cleanup. That you need to know about Saturday, oh, yeah. this Saturday coming up, guys. Let's talk about that. Um, the Fox River Cleanup will be held at two locations this year by the Friends of the Fox River. This is the third annual It's Our Fox River Day events from 9 a.m. to noon at Glenwood Park Forest Preserve in, uh, excuse me, 1644 South River Street, Batavia, mm -hmm. and John Door 
Forest Preserve, 35 West 003, Route 31 in South Elgin. That's Help us there. protect and clean the Fox River by browsing environmental education exhibits and more. We'll preserve the Fox River by cleaning up the river, river banks, and trails. Yeah. Word up. So, uh, you know, it's supposed to be pretty nice out before it gets mm -hmm. really stupid hot again this weekend. So, uh up on out there. I think it's supposed to get stupid hot again this weekend. You know, I gotta tell you, my little temperature gate thingy on my Google Maps, it's always off. Right. If anyone has a really good plug-in for that, let me know. Uh, but yeah, so Friends of the Fox River is a great um, organization. They uh, advocate on behalf of the river and it's health and they, they run these cleanup days, but they do lots of other programs uh, around the community too um, to kind of let people know what, what they can do better um, to help preserve our river watershed, which is very precious and probably the coolest thing we've got going on around here. So check them out. Tracy Duran is here. Good morning, Tracy. What is up with you, dear friend? The time is 8.20 a.m. What else we got? Okay. Did you know, and I don't know if you do or if you did, but uh, one of the most prominent festivals in the Hindu tradition concluded after a multi-day celebration in Aurora. Yes. It's, it was Lord Ganesha's birthday. Word up. Right. So in the pantheon of uh so this is uh the theme uh i think of today is definitely all of the cool cultural stuff we've got going on in aurora because this is like the month of that what <laughs> give me a look no themes i was are, i was themes doing are great no i was i was, I, the look girl, I was the reading theme. the story <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, in the uh, in the Hindu sort of pantheon, right? There's thousands of gods, like in um, in Hinduism, right? But uh, Ganesh is one of the more prominent ones. You'll see him depicted uh, as having the elephant head. There's there. Your turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a priest from the Balaji Hindu temple in Aurora left offers prayer to. Um, Lord Ganesh, joined by Alderwoman Shweta Bade and her husband Verkum during the Ganesh Chaturthi Festival in Aurora. Thousands of Indian Americans from Aurora and throughout the uh, western Chicago suburbs gathered in an open-air tent in the second largest city in Illinois hey, yep. to celebrate uh, Ganesh Chaturthi, which honors the birthday of Lord Ganesh, son of Lord Shiva and goddess Parvati, uh, and his prominence as the remover of obstacles. So there you go. Need if you need number. And right, the Lord if of you new need beginnings. <laughs> you got you a do, card, bruh. You, you <laughs> do need that number today. The remover of obstacles. The remover of obstacles. <laughs> um, so basically, beginning Friday, September 10th, the festival provided an opportunity for fellowship and gathering of families and friends to eat and dance. The Aurora Celebration featured many youth performances and a proclamation issued by uh, Mayor Irvin honoring the holiday in Aurora, the first of any suburb to do so. Mm -hmm. Uh, devotees continue to celebrate the festival at home for a full ten. Uh, excuse me, for a full ten ends ending Tuesday, September twenty-first. Yeah. yeah. So if you um, uh, are not clued into the things happening at the temple, there, you know, the big one, right? Mm -hmm. um, they have a lot of programs that are open to the public usually, so you can kind of like check. Them yeah. Out. Good place. Yeah, Good place. Yeah. All right, so, um, so I got some local stuff I want to tell you guys about. Let me get this local stuff out, and then we're going to move on to incentives for downtown Aurora renovation projects. I know that sounds... Ooh. ooh. 
No, we love a good incentive story. We need story. a ooh button. We do need an ooh button. We need a ooh button. This will suffice. How do I know? Okay. <laughs> oh, and it also, we also Wait, got... do you mean to tell me... Oh, damn. What's up? What's you, you mean to tell me that that's, that's not live? That, uh, that Mayor Irvin's not just sitting in the... Here in the studio with us? No, you know the Mayor Irvin Tone Dan. He right over there. All right. Uh, we enjoy the buttons. <laughs> All right. Check this out. Um, sep- excuse me. Thursday, September 20th at the Kane County Sheriff's Office uh, in St. Charles will be the forklift driver certification class. This event's $25 a person. will be held from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And your $25 fee covers lunch. OSH currently provides forklift driver and OSHA 10 training at the Kane County Jail. The uh, car certification is good for three years. For more information or questions, call Mr. Joseph Garcia at 630-329-6668. That number again is 630-329-6668. The fifth annual annual or annual annual. Oh, God. All right. Sip it up. 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 Clink. We really, I, it, oh. you don't get a really satisfying click, clinking noise out of the cups. There's though. nothing. Maybe we need yeah. mugs. Yeah. Where would we find really fancy, awesome Good Morning Aurora mugs? Treadwell. Treadwell. Um, right when you walk in to your left, you can see that. Join the mug club. See, because we've got the, we just, we're, we're preaching, but we're not, we're not following. We've got the paper cups right here, but they don't make the good clink noise. So. They do not make a clink. Next they make week. a... It's like a, it's like a, that's that. It's a mild funk. That's, mild that's, funk. that's the noise. Um, okay. The fifth annual Cups Broad Drive happening this year at Rural Regional Fire Museum from 5 to 8 p.m. on October 1st. Music, local vendors, and a photo booth. Hey, this will be a great community event. Support a great cause in downtown Aurora. And the Aurora Noon Lions Club will hold a pork chop dinner fundraiser Wednesday, September 22nd. The event will be from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. at Luigi's Pizza and Fun Center, located at 732 Prairie Street in Aurora. Proceeds benefit Aurora-based cities and schools, a nonprofit that helps uh, students succeed in school and life, formerly called Communities and Schools. Yeah, diners may choose from two pork chops with baked beans, coleslaw, applesauce, roll, and butter, and a cookie, or a chicken dinner with sides. Shouts out. Yeah. All right. All right. So, let's talk about incentives for renovation projects. Let's talk about incentives for renovation projects. We're giving more incentives for some renovation projects. Uh, I'm pulling up the article right now, so I have things to reference. Um, so these are the two. Uh, so city council met on Tuesday. Um, and on the agenda, it was actually a big, there's like a lot of stuff on there, so we'll probably have more stuff come out about it later. But um, one of the things that they approved were additional incentives for both the Keystone Building, um, and the Keystone Building is that one on Stolp mm-hmm. Avenue uh, that has like, there's like the, uh, um, the glass artist in there on the first floor and there's like a hair salon. It's one right across from Millennium Plaza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that big tan one. Yeah. The big tan one. That's got like a bunch of real weird offices and stuff upstairs. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, the, oh, and if these walls could talk is in that, in that building. That's right. Um, right yeah. on the bottom floor. On the bottom floor. Yeah. So uh, that building, and then we're also talking about the terminal building, 
which is the one at the corner of Galena and Broadway. So um, that one, if you can picture it, it's like a like apartment building. It's apartments up top, and the first floor is was a restaurant like a million years ago. Like it looks like it was an old timey like diner sort of thing. But right now it looks like nothing because they're renovating it. So the Keystone building, uh, the one on Stolp, is going to be 33 apartments and six retail spaces, which is kind of a great uh, transformation for that space, I think, because what we need is more housing in downtown Aurora. And it turns out what we don't need a lot of is office space, because as it turns out, people just work from their homes now. Right. So uh, good good transformation in on that building. Um, and then the terminal building uh, is going to be 20 loft apartments uh, upstairs. And according to the reporting from the Beacon News, uh, and then the restaurant down on the first floor, they might actually like make it operable so that a restaurant will move in. According to the Beacon News, the those apartments upstairs, they haven't been occupied for 70 years. Yeah. Seven zero years. So, which is many years, which... Sounds right in my experience. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody up there, but I can't speak to 70 years since I haven't been alive that long. So we got the story. So here's some of the details and some of the information about the company involved um, as, as well. Urban equity. Yeah. Yep. Um, so as mentioned, Alderman approved amendments to the redevelopment agreements for urban equity properties of Rockford. They're redeveloping the Keystone Building and Terminal. Um, officials with both the city and developers said the projects encountered higher costs related to the coronavirus pandemic during the past year and a half. Mayor Irvin said because urban equity wanted to stay in Aurora, finish the projects and continue operating them, it indicates that the city and company have a successful relationship. Quote, the relationship is important to urban equity and definitely important to the city of Aurora. Now, here's where it gets, here's where it gets fun. <laughs> And I want you all to pay attention very closely. <laughs> the Keystone was a working building, but underutilized. That building will soon have 33 occupied apartments and six rental units on the first floor. Justin Fern, founding principal of Urban Equity Properties, said the relationship between the company and the city is, quote, such that we're hoping to move on our third project here in a year. They acquired Keystone and Terminal, which are both in the National Register of Historic Places in 2018. And in 2019, they struck the agreements that included equity from the company with incentives from the city. They spent only $1 to purchase the terminal building from the city, but Keystone was privately owned, and they spent $1.3 million to buy it. Yeah, so... Uh so urban equity partners has come in and, and they purchased these two and so in order to get them developed though they've gotten a number of incentives already from the city uh what they voted on the last uh at the last meeting was at additional incentives so uh and it, it tops off between the two buildings it's something like an extra eight hundred and seventy five thousand uh, dollars going back to them in terms in in like Cash, uh, cash subsidies, but more in like, we're just not going to charge you interest on the loans that we've given you. So, um, which kind of helps push them to the, the finish line. The other thing about these these incentive programs is um, there. so part of the what's driving up the cost in these is, and this has been seen in construction trades across the country, 
is uh, all of the costs are going up because uh, basically factories shut down um, during at the start of the pandemic, and so everything stopped being manufactured, and so it drove up costs, and then at the same time, all the shipping broke down, so now you just can't get anything on time, right. which screws up your whole schedule, and then things like the cost of wood skyrocketed, so like if you need wood to like frame things, like right. that's now like three times the cost that it was before, like... So uh, just everything, it's just this conglomeration of like weird issues that have caused everything to be more expensive. At the same time, these projects were getting river river something redevelopment dollars, right? So it's a state program that also provides incentives for um, cities like ours that are uh, on a riverfront it's, and trying to redevelop their their kind of old Rust Belt uh, legacies of their downtowns. And so they got these dollars, but all of those state incentives have deadlines. So they couldn't just be like, well, we're just going to mothball this project for six months and work on it again when things get cheaper. They had to keep going right. or they wouldn't be able to finish the projects. So, um, And lastly, because numbers are important, I just want to give you guys a couple, one more piece of uh, information here. So in the Keystone building, this is very interesting here. In the Keystone building, the city's putting in about $375,000 more than planned, but urban equity is kicking in $2.3 million more in equity, according to Martin Lyons. Mm -hmm. At the terminal building, urban equity is putting in $1.2 million more in equity but, and deferring its general contractor fee of $612,702. The city is kicking in about $500,000 more in incentives for giving about $200,000 in interest. Yeah, what I, couldn't, time is what I couldn't find in any of the documents from the city was how much we gave them the first time around, which... Uh, word. I know that... Super word. I know that those, like, dollar figures are out there in the world, and probably with a Google search you would find it, but it wasn't in, like, there was no memo in like the city's agenda that was like, hey, here's the background on this. So like, I have no idea. At some point we gave them money and now we're giving them more money, but we're getting apartments and uh, restaurant space and whatever out of it. So probably it'll be good. Question mark? Probably, hold on probably. a second. No, Look, no, no, probably. Like, well, it, it better be good. It's going it, to be. It, right, right, uh, probably it, it nothing. Is, it is a, <laughs> that shit better be. It is a good thing. It is, it is absolutely a good thing to redevelop these buildings and bring in uh rest like make the restaurant useful and like add more housing into our downtown which we desperately need and all of these things that that is all um i'm i forget words this week but like uh good it's like th that's great oh you because you you was gonna use a word i was stronger gonna, than good i was gonna use a word that was like it's modifying good but i have had a really really my brain has been not working well this week and so i keep dropping words um but sometimes these things happen people um but uh the thing the concern and this has been a concern that uh you know critics of the current administration have had going on is kind of like boy we've been giving an awful lot of incentives and money to all of these development projects how much is it costing us and i don't know that we have like the full tabulation of like how like what our um like incentive our our outlay and incentives has like it would be interesting to see the full picture right and we've talked about this before on the show because i think that there's something valid to 
you have to take gambles, right? Like you have like in order for us to like redevelop the city, like you're gonna have to just infuse cash in it, right? That's well, infusing cash and taking gambles. Well, are two different whenever, things. I think anybody could think that like yes, it, it, it it's gonna take money and investment from the city sure. to get things popping. But whenever but we don't want to take. But whenever you're investing, you're gambling. Like that's that is the that is the biggest. Uh, Do do the residents of Aurora want the city to take gambles with their finances? Well, look, I mean, but I'm what I'm saying is like anytime you're investing in anything, there's risk, right? That's when you go to your when you as an individual person go to your retirement investment guy, uh, like the first thing you talk about is how much risk can you tolerate, right? That's a fact. If I put money into my 401k or my 403b or whatever it is because I work in the public sector, uh, it goes into investments and I'm just putting money in there and like like praying that the stock market sure. doesn't crash tomorrow, sure. right? So um, same thing with redeveloping properties. Now, redeveloping properties is usually a pretty good gamble because the housing market is so tight right now and like, you know, property values tend to go up, home values tend to go up over the years. It's just that's that's been the trend for the history of most of America, right? Um, but it, there's always still a gamble. Like when you give massive incentives to just like a restaurant, mm -hmm. that's probably a much bigger gamble than these kind of mixed use developments where you've got apartments and retail and restaurants and things like that, right? Speaking of which, that reminds me. Yeah. Is Stope Island going to open up anytime? That is a dang good question, isn't is it? Is that because they got the PPP? They, and they all got that. all that they was, got all the things. Yeah, they got right. And and Kinky Boots is is open right now because that was you know like it was definitely. I mean, we I'm asking for a friend. We've right? got this restaurant <laughs> that was really sort of like we have the Paramount. The Paramount brings all these people in. The people need places to eat. We're going to put a restaurant here that's really nice so that the people have a place to eat and it'll be a nice kind of. Boom, uh, boom, boom! Right down the street. Yeah, what's the word? Confluent or like a synonymity, close sim, um, symbiosis. Yes, thank oh. you. There it is. That was good. That was the thought. What, uh, so now we have the now we're out of all of the capacity restrictions and now we have a paramount and boy it would be really great if that place would open again i haven't hey, been I there i was asking for we was asking for a friend that's all it was as, as a vegetarian i never really stopped by because it's a steak right. heavy sort of place but i'm sure it's it was great i heard good things okay now look we were going to ask these people something here's the thing Listeners, we need your help. What's it? What are in baseball? What are balls and strikes? What's the difference between balls and strikes? Uh, we need help. We were supposed to ask them. Remember See, that? We remember were. that? We remember that? Yeah. yeah. So uh, you may have noticed, kind listeners, that the Great American Morning Show does not cover one particular area of the news. Can't get sports on here. We the don't know sports, what. <laughs> we don't know what's the going on. The sports are never. Let me tell you. Whenever <laughs> I have a trivia team, I always we need we always have to find the sports person. Yeah. 
because that's not me. Right. Do you want really esoteric yeah. knowledge about what, like, that you were supposed to have learned in elementary school about the Pythagorean theorem or whatever, right. high school? That's me. Uh, I don't know the difference between a ball and a strike. Yeah, I can tell you everything about uh, Napoleon leaving Egypt in shame. I don't know uh, anything got, about the Cubs or this. I don't know who played what. I don't know who got drafted. We uh, do they draft in baseball? I think they trade. See, in it, baseball. It, it, let us know if they draft in baseball. But seriously, guys, <laughs> in the chat, let us know what's the difference between a ball and a strike in baseball. Before the show started, Jeanette and I were talking we about. Were we don't know what the hell's going on. We were trying to figure it out. So, yeah, if anyone's got. To that knowledge right to drop. facts that, i don't know that we need to know it like to really enhance it but maybe someday i'll go it to would suck to be game. like it, it would suck to be it, right on the winning cusp on like jeopardy or some shit and, it it's just like, feels, and now to win 18 million dollars right. who it, was the leading coach in the 1976 series of the indianapolis yeah. colts like oh it just God. feels like a gap in our knowledge yeah. Right. Yeah. Tony Hawk? <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, Tony Hawk. Nobody knows what Tony Hawk looks like. Um, His whole Twitter thing is like just people not recognizing him as Tony Hawk. Hold on. Sally Bice and Marissa Amoni. Marissa says, a ball is when it's out of the strike zone. And Sally Bice says, a strike is a pitch that could have been hit by the batter but was missed. Okay. Oh! Is the, the strike zone is the, the greatest listeners ever. They are. The strike zone is the area like around like where Okay. We'll leave it at that. I didn't know either, so I was like I was like <laughs> hopefully hopefully this girl gonna explain it. I don't know. I um, think so like I think if I remember this from my embarrassing days as a youth when they made us do sports in school, like did Norma right, says like, we can go to a Kane County uh, Cougars game and get taught. Ooh. Oh, all oh. right, okay, there you go. Like that's right because you hit it, but if you hit it when you're not supposed to hit it, that's a strike. But if you don't, okay. There's like the space, and if it's yeah. outside the space, you don't have to hit it. We right, just all right. agree that it doesn't. Work. I think that's a foul ball. No, I think that that's. That's the ball. Oh, okay. And the foul is when you hit it, but it goes way out. In See, all I know about balls and strikes, <laughs> all I know about balls and strikes is, like, using that as, like, a metaphor. Like, Do hey, I'm know? just calling what about the news, Curtis? Hey, I, we just call balls and strikes. But, that, but that's the thing. What if we're getting our metaphors all messed up? What if we don't understand what's happening on Capitol Hill because people are talking in baseball metaphor and we're just like, good. So did they pass? That makes the it bill? easier. To, that makes it easier to understand. I think. Yeah, I think we. I. I you just, know. I feel like I need this background. You know what sport I do know all the terms for? Bowling. Yeah. Bowling is a fun sport. As a bowling is pretty fun. I see. I don't know that it counts as a sport, but as a Polish American youth, I was forced to uh, be on a bowling league as a child. Nice. It's like a thing we all have to do. Um, so <laughs> I think they're trying my to nationality. It's roller skating. Roller skating. Mm-hmm. I do you roller skate. Ev- oh my god, girl! Don't. <laughs> anyway, back to what what the heck we're talking about here. All right, so we got some. What were we talking about? Well, first things first. We do have some. And um. Breaking news? Yeah. Thank God we got that thing about the ball and strike. That's uh, good. We got that straightened straightened out. Okay. Um, so our dear friend of the show here told us that on the 29th, um, French 57? Nope. French some 57 is society. 
French. Oh, yeah. Is it? I want to say thirteen. It's another number. Hope Lynn and Hope Lynn Ashworth and Braden Smith in, uh, are opening their new endeavor, French Seventy Five Gallery and Lounge. We've got some numbers floating around downtown now. Opening night is September 29th. Okay. Word up. All right. Yeah. That's exciting. There will be more more places to imbibe cocktails. We got some class coming to downtown I, Aurora, uh, y'all. Well, and what? you know, Wickwood House, they're expanding their space. I think they're doing some fancy they're stuff, They're going to River too. Street. They're going to River Street. So, uh, you guys, it might be happening. All right. Downtown Aurora might be a thing now. Check out Aurora Downtown Stories this morning to see a sneak peek of the renovated <laughs> Keystone building. That's word up. Victoria Gonzalez is here. Good morning to you, Victoria Gonzalez. Good Thank morning. you very much for tuning in, dear friend. Okay. Our friends... Wait, is that my Victoria Gonzalez that I went to high school with? I hope so. Just just pop in the chat there if, if we graduated from, you know, year. Oh, and fans will say <laughs> good eye to the batter if they don't swing when it's out of the strike zone and it's considered a ball. Good. We mm. got baseball history and knowledge, too. We've got it. We're done. Now, our friends. We now know sports. Right. That's enough. Right. And seriously. We I, not, uh, and bruh. we will not cover it again for another year. That's the it. That's Unless it. I lose another bet. You're not gonna hear nothing yeah. about sports. <laughs> I had to read. Or, golf. I had to read the sports at one time. That was painful. Or, or God. if the if the Bears decide they're gonna bug out from Chicago to Aurora, I don't know where. Oh, the go Bears. There. The Bears have Remember, caused some were, consternation. They were talking about moving. It's probably just like Soldier shattered. Field. Yeah, leaving Soldier Field. Yeah, think, yeah, they were gonna go to Arlington because the racetrack is closing. Word up. So I don't know things about sports, but I do know things about economic development and who's moving where. All right. Um, so our friends of uh, Yom Kippur. Oh yes. So not our friends of Yom Kippur, but Yom Kippur. Well, so, uh, our Jewish, <laughs> so our Jewish friends. Our Jewish friends. Yeah. Keeping with our multiculturalism theme today, we just wanted to say a um, a, a greeting to all of our Jewish friends. It in. Um, it's Ramar uh, Hatima Tova, I think, for this holiday, which just means uh, may you be written in the Book of Life. Uh, so, like, Yom Kippur is, was this week, it was just uh, last, last night, Wednesday night to Thursday morning, and mm -hmm. it's... Um, the, so the Jewish calendar starts uh, with the Rosh Hashanah, the New Year, and then they have this Day of Atonement, which is Yom Kippur, and they like it's atoning for your sins, and it's just a nice day of reflection. So they kind of start out the year in the Jewish calendar with like, let's reflect on things and try to be a better person, which I kind of like. So shout out to our Jewish friends, uh, the early beginning of the year, the year for them is now and it goes until Sakat in a couple weeks. There's a great article in uh, USA Today about it. So you can catch up on your Yom Kippur knowledge. Yep. I'm gonna put that in the chat yeah. uh, for you guys to check out. All right, um, I saw that over there, where the heck is it? Um, so it's Stolp Island Center that's across from the Paramount and that's where they raised the flag. Um, that's where they raised the flag yesterday. For uh, Hispanic slash Latino, Latina, mm -hmm. Latinx, Chicano Heritage yep, Month. Yep. Had a great event out there and everything. Mm -hmm. um, as I'm watching, though, mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself. We're appreciating the hats. 
Everyone had some really amazing sombreros. Um, yeah. Shout out. I'm watching and I'm thinking to myself, that's a really underused space. It's still violent. Not the center itself, because they have yeah, banquets and weddings inside of the neck. Yeah. Yes. But like that front. Yeah. Holy cow. It's pretty as hell when you're watching a ceremony yeah. or something. Well, I, it's all water. It's got shooting fountains well, in the bridge. Well, because I think it was originally designed to be <clears throat> a municipal building and then wasn't a municipal building. And this is sort of in the realm of um, downtown Aurora historical lore. Like, but. Uh, my understanding is that they built it and then we just never took ownership of it as an actual like space because they're redeveloping like the city because they're redeveloping the they just uh, they're reopening the Copley Theater in there right now. Mm -hmm. And if you know, it kind of looks like a city council chambers. I think it was supposed to be a city council chambers at some point, but I may be making that up. So I'm going to turn to our lovely audience, our, our folks who maybe have a better downtown Aurora history than I do and lived through it to like kind to fill us in all right that. now not only that but, yeah it's a cool space there all right sure. quick local important thing that came across the desk now i can really say came across the desk it's true, it's true. Yeah. it comes across the it desk now the desk is not yours, the inbox no more yours does mine is still in uh, yes we got the uh, old and the new uh yeah all right. Like um, our friends of Family Focus, understand your Social Security benefits. They have an English workshop Wednesday the 29th from 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, and there's a Spanish workshop Wednesday the 28th. Or excuse me, it's just, just in Spanish. It's in Spanish. I'm reading it wrong. Uh, from 5 to 6 p.m. So they got both on the same day, basically. Uh, come and join. You can learn. When are you eligible to receive retirement benefits? How does early retirement affect your benefits? Do you qualify for disability survivors or spouse benefits? How do you get the most from your benefits? And when should you file for Medicare? Very interesting and cool. All right, couple that, of jobs. Huh? That is very useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like start. Yeah, because people don't realize you can actually like look all that stuff up now right. online. Like you can just, just no matter what your age, you can see like, oh, is Social Security actually? Yeah. It won't tell you if Social Security will actually be there when you retire, but like in theory, if it is, here's what you would get. Right. So. Uh, here's some uh, job news. So Loaves and Fishes is hiring. Food logistics manager, it's a full-time salaried position, first of all. And then they have a uh, full-time loaves and fishes community services bilingual program coordinator position. That's a full-time hourly position. Uh, if you are interested, you can give a call to loaves and fishes 630-355-3663 or where's homeboy's number at? Oh, or you can submit your resume and cover letter to A-Z-E-D-I-K-E-R at loaves attackfishes.org and attack is a navy term for a dash last job that we got uh, <laughs> the office of state representative yeah, barbara making up not like dashes no that ain't made up that ain't, no well i mean they're not but like they you don't know, know what they yeah. get right yeah. but like it's right. like what you know it's like when you've got to have like different terms for things that don't that just True. You gotta be special. You're right. You're right. You gotta be special. Because I could have just said dash. You could have just said dash. Could have just said. It's like when guys are talking about like tools or whatever and everything's got like bizarre names and you're like, you mean the thing? Hand the 18 caliper wrench. And you're like, like, and you're like the thing that does the thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, give me that red and black thing over there. Yeah. All right. right. And um, last you. but not least, the office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez is hiring for a communications and outreach coordinator. Mm -hmm. This is an important position. You serve as a liaison between constituents and state agencies as well as other stakeholders. This position is also responsible for making the general public aware 
Of Representative Hernandez's projects and programs, the position requires excellence in constituent relations and service delivery, community engagement, and program slash event implementation. It's a part-time position at 15 hours a week, and you report to the Chief of Staff. Uh, for more information, you can email your resume and cover letter. That's our information. You're actually jumping in the pool then to Haley.RepBHernandez yeah. at gmail. That we we had a clarification come in from a listener to North Island Center is what we were North from. Island yes. Center. Thank you. So it's Thank on you. Stolp Island, of course, but it's like at the north end of the island. So North Island Center. Good looking yes. out, North Island Center. Thank you, listener. Yeah, for real. Anonymous listener. Anonymous. Thank you, listener. Because they're also is that Marissa Amoni? It is not. I can't re I can't reveal the identity of our secret anonymous. They put it in the chat too. So <laughs> <laughs> See, transparency. I think there's a couple of people maybe yeah, who, probably are, did. who are yep. like who are like no, you got it wrong. Yeah. We must fix things. Um Thank so you. We appreciate the, that. yeah, for real. Thank you very much listeners. So the link to uh, the USA Today article detailing the history of um, Yom Kippur mm -hmm. is in the chat for you guys to read expand, at your expand expand your horizons. Read at your bit. leisure. I, like I just really appreciate a religious tradition that's just like let's just sit and think about what we did a little while, you know. Think about just things like right like that's that's the whole point of Yom Kippur is like atonement. Like you sit there and you're like you sit with like how how did I do last year? How, right. How will I be this year? Yeah. Right. Oh, I like that. All right. Um, coming up October 2nd, the Aurora Regional Fire Museum's Community Hero Day. Ooh, hey. All right. There's going to be fire trucks, police vehicles, Kane County Sheriff's vehicles, Illinois Army National Guard vehicles, 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 and so Are much more. Yeah, we said, oh, my God. That was an un. Couldn't get away from that, right? Vehicles. We from Memphis. <laughs> okay. Um, Stope Island's website says that they're opening on November 2nd. Is that a... F oh, good look, Tracy. Put, thanks for putting oh, that in hey. there. Oh, hey. All right. In there, yeah. And Emily says they had amazing fried chickpeas. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'm down with some fried chickpeas. Yeah. I, I enjoy when my healthy food is transformed into something that is unhealthy but delicious. That's like my favorite. Sally Bice with probably the best... Sally Bice writing it. You know what? what? Sally Bice just dropped the got? mic. Kinky Boots is a great musical, and the bars aren't serving snacks. Because the um, social restaurant could be making money right now. Uh, yeah. So Need some snacks. Need some fried chickpeas, apparently. Imagine leaving out of there from Kinky Boots and going to get a Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because I think one of the big challenges, like, there are a lot of places that do the before, right? Like, the dinner rush before, but, like, afterwards, I just want to go get a fancy cocktail or something, right? Like, McCarty Mills or Tavern right. on Broadway, tavern. folks. You can do Tavern. Yeah. Gillerson's. Yeah, you can hit McCarty. Yeah, hit Gillerson's. Gillerson's does have some good, like, martinis and stuff every night. Yeah, because McCarty Mills doesn't have food. Yeah. Their rotating uh, cocktail menu has some has some pretty good hits. Um, the time is 8.54 a.m. What else we got? All right. Here's what else we got. There's that open house on the Prairie Path next week we should tell people about. It's Monday. So... On the Prairie Path? On the Prairie Path. Kick it off. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the city is hosting an open house Monday from 5 to 7 on the fifth floor of City Hall for um, the, they're doing, uh, they're considering improvements on the Prairie Path, mm -hmm. which is the one that goes kind of like from like uh, 
branches off and heads east uh, and it's gravel and so thank god they're finally doing something about it hopefully because people wipe out on that all the time like when i worked for the city of aurora people would be like hey who do i talk to about the prairie path because i just wiped out on that and i'd be like "Eh." so now's your opportunity talk to your uncle for not teaching you how to ride a bike properly no i'm not i am i you know what let me hold on let me reverse that for myself (laughs) yeah y'all but see right my bad. You know. My bad. I wipe uh, out all the time. Yes. I'm just kind of. All knees matter. Uh, you know, I don't want nobody <laughs> to scrape your knee and think we don't care about you. You're right. We do. You are. Uh, so five to seven, oh, fifth right. floor of City Hall on Monday. So go complain about the Prairie Path and try to have them make it better. No. But you know what? Because hmm. that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to City Hall. Uh-huh. And let your voice be heard. Well, because, like, the thing, too, about that is uh, they can't, you can't plow anything that's gravel. Not that we plow the trails anyway around here. (laughs) Fox Valley Park (laughs) District calling you out. (laughs) We've had this discussion. Word. Word Plow the the trails. We just need to plow (laughs) the trails so Jeanette can go running and people can cycle in the winter when it's cold and people still use it for transportation. So, but, uh, you know, if they... Paving is the first step, right. you see. So. All right, two last things before we go here. Uh, as we know, um, this is Suicide Prevention Month. Mm-hmm. McCarty Mills has an awesome uh, suicide prevention awareness event going on tomorrow evening. Mm-hmm. Check them out on uh, their Facebook and Instagram page. It will share that post as well. I think they got one on the gram right now. Whatever mm. they or got, just, wherever it's at, we'll share it. Or just show up at McCarty Mills. Or just go to McCarty Mills. Yeah, um, that's on River Street. Also, beer place. Today beer. is beer. the American Legion Post 84's uh, golf fundraiser. It's mm. going to be at Bliss Creek Golf mm-hmm. Club, which is in Sugar Grove. 18 holes of golf with a cart, a steak dinner, Ooh. great raffle prizes. Norma yeah. Peterson, they're here after the show. Uh, you know, ring the bell. Boom, boom, boom. And yeah, oh and, and what and else yeah. we got? Uh, Pooch parade registration. Pooch is open. parade registration is open for the pooch. Par- if you have a particularly cute pooch, and who does not? Because they're all really cute, right? Well, they say that dogs look like they're people. Yeah. So well, I don't want to say who got a cute dog or not. You know, I'm gonna step away. Loaves and fishes is hiring. That's what I tell you. <laughs> well, and there's a uh, uh, a twinning park portion of the right because it's judged it's a competent like it's a competition it? oh, the parade. Okay. yeah yeah they have different categories and twinning is one of them so if you want to if you look particularly like your dog and want to dress like your dog or vice versa that you could win fabulous prizes the pooch parade is october 3rd i do you think i look like my dog i don't think i look like my dog my dog is she's got some things going on she's a little special Right. She's a lot of anxiety in that dog. Yeah. The time is 8.58 (laughs) a.m. Newt is... She's something. But, you know, (laughs) I don't know. For for our listeners who have not seen uh, Newt, the... uh, hot mess of a dog the, the hot mess of an animal that is technically a dog she's uh she's cute she's got she's we'll post some pictures do you look like new i don't look like new no I don't you think. don't but but 
Uh, Dogs favor their owners. I think it's a better way to say it. I feel like they have the same kind of magical chest bump thing. Like there's, yeah. So apparently you can have a deformity in your chest, like an indent in your chest, Mm -hmm. like the way that your rib cage is built. And they have the same one. Really? Which we discovered the last time I took her to the vet. Yeah, I I knew a guy (laughs) who had a, uh, I knew a guy who had an indent in his chest. And I remember like... (laughs) I remember people used to make fun of him so much, and it got to him like real uh, young. Like it was like four. I remember his name that's was such uh, a bummer. his name was Justin Johnson. No, I remember that man, and that was uh that was kind of bad because you know what was what was sad about it was like he, you know, after gym class you hit the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so self conscious and yeah. wouldn't take a shower and all that. Well, here let me tell you, Justin, uh, is that my dog, who's a bit of a hot mess but very sweet, shares. Uh, that you know, so like I hope that you have found a similarly sweet right. dog who shares your chest bump. Right. Yes. Um. So the time is nine a.m. <laughs> this was a good show. That was the weirdest way to end it, though. I think. <laughs> well, there's weirder ways. I guess. But so pooch- <laughs> the point of that whole diatribe was the pooch parade is October third. Registration is open now. There are many categories. It's very cute. There will be dogs. Right. All right, you we guys. Um. So that's it. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. Subscribe to the show on Spotify. And subscribe to the show on Patreon. Now, I want to tell you this. Get ready. Oh, no. Next week, we will show you something brand new. And also, I want to say one more time before we got here, thank you, Grace Cornell, for sending us mail. Thank you, Tracy (laughs) Duran. And thank you to everybody and the Gellers. Have a safe, awesome, positive trip. Take care of yourself and each other. Adios, Aurora.